Hello, and welcome to the Nova Conversation. I'm Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pergolsky. And today's episode, Jeff, is all about teams. Teams, yes. Um, football teams, hockey teams, basketball teams. Is that what we're talking about? Well, you know, with the coronavirus going on and no sports, I think we should just talk about our beloved sporting teams, right? <laughs> I'm sure our <laughs> listeners would like that. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, actually, I think uh, there are, there is um, definitely some sports withdrawal. Um, you know, a year without March Madness just doesn't seem right. But, uh, but yeah, we're actually talking about Microsoft Teams, aren't we? Microsoft Teams. And, you know, and for some people that might maybe be going, what's Microsoft Teams? It used to have a couple of names, right? It used to be kind of derived from Skype. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, yeah and um, I think, actually, I would have to check the timelines to Skype um, years ago. Um Prior to that, they were um, actually had a messaging client um, that uh, was it was called Microsoft Link, and that was part of their uh, BPOS um, Business Productivity Online Suite, which is what Office 365 used to be called. Um, and actually, uh, since we're recording this in the second day of April. Um, we can now announce that uh, that Microsoft is is rebranding Office 365 as Microsoft 365. So um, they want to keep all of us uh, partners on our toes, I guess. But uh, but Link was um, was Microsoft's uh, um, kind of instant message um, communication client um, for a while. Then then that got transitioned to Skype for Business, which added some uh, some functionality that uh, the plain Skype client lacked uh, um, and then uh, and then from there um, transition to the current iteration which is Microsoft teams which is really um, you know I think a uh, a, a powerful uh, collaboration and communication platform that uh, that um, especially in in recent weeks we've seen a huge um, spike in interest in um, as companies are looking to support a newly remote workforce. And, you know, I've had questions, you know, my wife's a teacher and they were using Zoom and, you know, there's been some stuff in the press lately about Zoom and and, uh, and I sent her that information to send to her principal about the, uh, uh, the information about uh, what Microsoft Teams is. But I was trying to explain to her, I'm like, you know, Jeff and I, and we we talk on our computers, so you know we've had you know Skype now Teams for years, and so uh, it's we're so used to working remote, and the productivity enhancement of of doing that is is, is huge, and I think you know the benefit of of, of being uh, you know Microsoft partners, you get you get the access to the Microsoft software. Uh, outside of the just the basic like Business Central that we use, so this you know it's it's pretty cool, but I think it does offer you know like people who are like, what's the difference between Zoom? What's the difference between um, you know uh, Teams? But I think there's some security issues, right, Jeff? Some of the it depends on when people are popping into these Zoom meetings, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's. Um, yeah. I think though that one of the um, I, I know I've also got um, also got a wife in education and um and her school district is um is a google school district um 
I know that uh, my my kids' school district is a Microsoft school district. Um, it really there are pluses and minuses, of course, of, uh, and and strengths and weaknesses in in all of these different platforms. Um, my wife's district uses Google Hangouts as their you know kind of collaboration platform. Uh, Microsoft typically um, it, it's a little more difficult to work with um, outside uh, people that don't have Microsoft accounts in order to uh, um, in order to use Microsoft Teams, even though there is um, a free version, completely free version of Teams that, you know, you could allow um, people outside of your organization to get and, and connect to a Microsoft team meeting to communicate with you. Um, that does require the person um, that's using the free version to get an, a Microsoft account where some of these other solutions like Zoom and Slack, I mean, you still have to, um, the account creation process is a lot easier and, um, and, and so it's easier to include members outside your organization, which I think, you know, in the education space, you've got parents, um, and students and, you know, it, and it makes it a lot easier, but to your point, um, Zoom has really kind of taken off, um, you know, it's sort of like a, a stock market darling. It was its stock was shooting up um, while the rest of the market was crashing um, because of you know the the um, utilization of it was was going way up. But there's um, the, there's some supreme security concerns with that. Um, you know, as it becomes a bigger target to the hacking market, um, people start picking at the code. Obviously, Microsoft is is not perfect, and and people have been picking on Microsoft code for the last um, thirty plus years. But uh, um, the fact that uh, that yeah, and, and I've yet to experience a Teams meeting where someone who is um, uninvited can just hop on and take over the meeting. Um, nor have I uh, read about any of the security concerns like stealing passwords, et cetera, that some of these other applications like Zoom have. But, uh, uh, you know, that's certainly Microsoft was is competing in that space. Um, I, I think some of the applications like Slack and Zoom are really more um, – it's not really an apples to apples comparison when you look at um, teams for companies who are already on Office 365 or Microsoft 365 platform. Um, you've already got the really tight integration for um, presence, um, you know, what people are doing. So you get an email from someone see the uh, the dot next to their name in, in Outlook and that uh, and then you know hovering over their um, over their name you've got the ability if you've got teams loaded you've got the ability to either um, reply to the email instant message them um, or call them um, set up a meeting with them etc so so just you know from hovering your mouse over that that um, that sort of integration isn't uh, doesn't happen out of the box with these other solutions, and there are um, abilities. Uh, there's ways to get there, loading in some some third-party apps on top of those. But you know, if you've already got um, an Office 365 subscription, any subscription that includes services on Office 365 slash Microsoft 365 um, does include the Teams client. Now, that's not. Um, a Teams client that allows you to to make and receive phone calls. You need some additional licensing for that. But um, but if you've already are an Office 365 user, um, you should be uh, you should be checking out Teams. And I don't know um, what is uh, like. You have been how long have you been at Anovia, Steve? Believe it or not, uh, May will be five years. Five years. Wow. 
well, um, well, congratulations early. So, so about half of your time um, you've spent on uh, um, using Teams, um, I guess not quite that long, but, uh, but I mean, what are some of the things that, uh, that you like about having Teams as your, uh, as your, uh, I guess, as your phone system maybe is what we'll uh, start by asking. Well, that's a great question, Jeff. And uh, when, you know, I, I was basically in, in, in a pharma company and, you know, kind of, we worked remote from our, our offices, uh, but we didn't, you know, we didn't have any type of, of things like team or Skype uh, at the time. But I think what I, what I like about it, well, one is <clears throat> since we started our uh, podcast, every one of them has been recorded on teams. Is that correct? That uh, that is correct, actually, and I don't know if we were going to give out trade secrets, but yes, um, yeah. Teams can be a uh, Teams can be the platform you build your podcast on. And you know, just learning the whole suite that Microsoft has with Office three sixty five, like we can take this recording, we could put it in SharePoint, and then you know we have access to it, and you can kind of control if you want to who has access to it. And uh, you know, the uh, one of the things I think um, that I that I really like about it is. Uh, is once you learn how to navigate it, like we're talking, if we want to add somebody to the call, you can add somebody to the call. If you want to share a screen, if you have a couple screens working, you can share a screen. While you're looking at one, you could be sharing to one that other people are looking at. Uh, and you, you can really connect, you know, we've connected people, Jeff, outside North America on, on team meetings. And, and, and also that if you send an invite to somebody to uh, have a discussion with them, uh, even if they don't have teams, they can, you know, download some software. They can either call in, they can click on the link. You can have a video call. You can have a uh, audio call. Um, so it offers, uh, you know, that flexibility in the chats. So like when you're listening to our podcast, I mean, like, like you did a webinar yesterday, right, on how to launch Microsoft Teams quickly for remote flexibility. So while you were getting in the weeds, I was chatting with other people about your presentation. And so you didn't know that. <laughs> as, as you were making well, you know. But that's that's another story. That's okay. Uh, but that's uh, it, yeah. It, it, it records the chat too, so um, you you have like an audit trail if you're talking with people internally or externally. You can create your own. What's kind of cool is you can kind of create your own teams. So let's say I'm a small business owner, and uh, um, and I work with maybe my uh, my CFO or my director of operations. I can have just one where I just pull up where I have the chat with them. I can just instantly message the two of them. And then I have a record of that, or I can have one for all the employees, or I can just have one-on-ones. So I, I, I know that's, uh, um, you know, that there's some really cool benefits to that. Your calendar can be, you know, imported from Office 365. So you can, you know, get the little reminders, beep, you got a call coming up. So obviously, Jeff, for me as a uh, salesperson, there's, you know, there's a huge amount of benefits for, for it. So. Yeah. And I think um, that's, what I like best about having Teams um, as a phone system is from a, now, of course, uh, neither you nor I are administrators of the system, so we can't really speak to the complexity or lack thereof of, of the setup and keeping track of it. But in helping customers over the past few weeks migrate to phone uh, to a Teams phone system, um, it's it's actually pretty straightforward and um, and sort of tying this back into the um, conversation about security, et cetera, that was something that I mentioned in my webinar is that, um, you know, Microsoft security is, is um, top notch. I mean, um, 
not perfect, but but certainly uh, enterprise grade security. Um, and administering that is is done through the Office 365 admin portal, um, setting up policy and call routing, et cetera, is done in the Teams admin council. Um, these are tools that your IT staff is already used to using, um, you know, keeping track of, of passwords and password policies, et cetera. Um, setting up Teams as your phone system is just, um, you know, that, that's just another efficiency you gain because you're already familiar with these tools. But, um, but getting back to uh, to the flexibility of the solution, I mean, having um, my cell phone ring at the same time as my desktop phone if I step away from my desk or if I'm traveling, um, you know, um, clients don't ever uh, need to know that um, unless I'm unavailable to take calls because I can have stuff ring through. Um, even when I'm at my desk, I know that... Uh, that most of the time in uh, recently, I've actually gone to just using um, the built-in mic and speakers in my laptop without using a headset because um, because the call quality is is good and my um, office um, is quiet enough. Now that was maybe having a, my life working uh, from well, but uh, but I like just having the flexibility. If I need to take a call, um, I want it on a handset. I can. Uh, I can just transfer the call to my cell phone without um, anyone on the other end knowing any better of it. And uh, and just having that flexibility, whatever device I want to use, being able to take the call, um, I think is 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 great, especially for uh, for companies like Inovia, where we've got uh, we've got consultants that are flying all over the country and uh, and meeting with end users and, you know, not just sitting at their home office um, like we will be for the next several weeks. Right, and, and and when when I came over, you know, the, I remember firing up the computer and and I asked uh, Tom, I go, "Where's my phone at?" He goes, "There it is," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you know, one of the cool things that you just said is that you know the difference between Skype, like Skype, the mobile app, just was not user friendly. It seemed like it just didn't want to play nice, and and transferring calls were, you know, I haven't even attempted to transfer a call from my computer to my phone. You know, if you got to leave a meeting, right? Because because the, my previous experience was so bad. But I'm glad you you brought that up. And and so Jeff, couple you know a couple questions. I know you did your webinar, and you kind of get into licensing and all the different options of Office and stuff. But you know, the question I like to ask is, if I'm a small business owner, medium sized business owner, you know, maybe we've had our software ERP software on our servers, uh, Office. We've been looking at Office 365, but now with what has happened you know, with the social distancing, you know, and, and now people are being forced remote, um, you know, where would you start? I mean, knowing what you know, you know, being a licensing expert and, you know, and, and all obviously certified in, in the office products, like, what would you, what would you tell somebody out there? Like, okay, I need to get remote. I probably need to get fast. What, what should I do? Where should, where, I guess, yeah. where, where should they start? Well, um, I think that, what we've been finding with uh, with customers who have been transitioning um, the last couple of weeks is we've got uh, we've got sort of two scenarios. Most um, most customers have an existing investment that they're that they're comparing um, a team's investment against. So if you are um, you know if you've got a phone server in a server rack um, at your office and you've got some you know. $200 desk phones sitting on people's desks. Um, you want to do everything possible to get that, um, 
to get that investment um, to to you know get you through this uh, remote scenario. Unfortunately, that involves typically a lot of hoops. Like you're you know you're asking your um, your staff to uh, become sort of uh, um, IT experts as they go home, and you know, oh, do we have a? You know, most houses just have a Wi-Fi. Well, these these phones aren't Wi-Fi. These phones need an Ethernet cable plugged into them, and so then you're gonna get them, uh, you know, get them a network switch to plug into, and um, and maybe you know, like that will limit where in their house they can work. Um, it, they probably also have to connect to a VPN. So, so those sorts of challenges are what makes a, a team subscription um, really attractive. And um, I would say that in general to an Office 365 SKU in order to turn um, that into a Teams phone solution for your user, it's, it's $20 a month. And, um, and the nice thing about it is that $20 a month is um, – I mean, it's flexible. So, so you need it for two months, um, and then you don't need it anymore. You can, can uh, add that for the remote users, and then uh, remove it. Um, that's something that you can't do with a phone system, where if you're going to add users, you have to pay. And and we certainly know all about um, recurring lines. But um, but you know, in in terms of uh, your phone system with Teams, you don't need to have that. So so if you're not looking at um, so even in that case, I should say that investment um, where you've already got you know a ten thousand dollar investment in a phone system, Teams can still be a, a great solution. And um, but but certainly like if if you don't have that investment, I don't you know I don't see how you can beat Teams from a um, from a money perspective. Um, Twenty dollars a month is is cheap for the features that you get. Um, I mean, it truly is an enterprise class um, phone system, and so I would, you know, I definitely say that I would start by looking at Teams. Certainly, you want to do your due diligence and and look at other solutions, but uh, but Teams gives you everything. It gives you the internal platform to collaborate. Um, Share documents, um, schedule meetings, etc., and then it gives you a complete phone system on top of it. That's uh, that's a lot of um, you know that's a lot of functionality for twenty dollars. So that would be my recommendation. So is Microsoft a phone company too? <laughs> um, they actually are. I mean, when you switch to a Teams phone system, Microsoft it, Microsoft does assign you, and that's something that's um, uh, I guess a question that I've been asked a lot. Um, everyone on uh, um, that gets a Microsoft Teams phone client gets a number assigned from Microsoft, and in that case, Microsoft is your phone provider. Um, they they assign the number to you. Now you can bring your old numbers with you, obviously. Um, but but at the end of the day, some phone systems um, have a trunk line, and then um, people don't have individual direct dial numbers. Maybe that are available from the outside. They only have an eight hundred number and an extension. Um, Teams replicates that, but uh, but ultimately everyone and the uh, that has a Teams phone account has a number assigned by Microsoft. So at some point, I have to believe. Um, you know, I was. Looking up statistics, um, I think as of two weeks ago, um, Microsoft Teams, Microsoft was reporting that uh, Teams had 44 million daily active users. Um, I have to think now that it's it's got to be over 50 million. So, um, so those aren't all phone system users, but at some point, I have to think that Microsoft is going to be one of the biggest phone providers on the planet. But it was 300 million people in the United States, and they had 50 million. A day, 
Yeah, I mean that's yeah, and, that, and that's global usage. But, oh, that's global. Okay, but yeah. you, but you know those are those are big numbers, and you know the whole message. You know when I did channel, um, it was just you know I, when Satya kind of had this cloud first, mobile first mentality, and then all of a sudden it was like here it is, it's here, and you know the fact that a lot of the even like the AX, which is now finance and operations, right has their SaaS offering and, and, and now, which is now business central has their SaaS subscription model. And you tie that in with an office 365 and it's, you know, it's, I guess we just take it for granted because, you know, we use all this SaaS, right. And, and we just like, I'm like, you're in Wisconsin, I'm in Indiana. And, you know, this is kind of how we've done business. And, and it's kind of hard to think that other companies aren't doing it this way, I guess. And, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Like when, First time I saw you do a demo on how you know you connected Office 365 to Business Central and then did that sales quote out of Outlook. I was like, oh, that's cool, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, and you can convert it to an order. There's so many things you can do with it, and you know, there's always opportunity cost. You know, what's it going to cost me to move from my on-premise office or my on-premise ERP system to go into the cloud? And you know, you know, how what about security? These are a lot of a lot of questions, but I know those are things we, we we've talked about in other podcasts. But but I think Jeff, you really did a great job on on uh, going over a lot of what we just talked about on uh, your webinar, and and it'll be posted if it's not already posted. You can go to our website to anobi.com, and uh, when you get up uh, uh, to our website, uh, there's a thing that has a, a events which basically like talks about a customer conference and summit. Um, and then um, we have a, a, a different section that really kind of gets into uh, about, uh, you know, if you click on resources, there's a, a webinar library. And you click on that. Well, we are, Jeff. It's already on there. Sweet. Yeah, I think the other um, the other thing to note um, that is is current and top of mind is that we now have the ability as of yesterday to uh, to provision free teams um there's been a free version of teams that have been that's been out for a while um microsoft refers to that as the freemium version um because it's free plus there's the uh, you can add to it and, and do some paid for stuff with that free version but microsoft um in response to the coronavirus is giving six month trials um, that can be provisioned by your partner. So reach out to Inovia and it's m way better than just the uh, freemium version of Teams. It's actually a Office 365 E1 SKU that, uh, that gives you um, all of the uh, Microsoft stack um, in terms of everything except the Office suite. Um, it gives you the Office web apps, but it gives you Exchange Online, SharePoint, Point, um, Yammer, Stream. I mean, it's 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 everything. Um, typically, an eight dollar a month SKU, but for people who um, want to try out Teams, um, and you could even you know take those free SKUs for your organization, and then um, and then think about uh, adding a phone system to that. The phone system SKUs would be an additional twenty dollars per user, but but you know it's something to think about in this. Uh, one of in, in this time um, where you know we're all sort of uh, trying to figure out what the next uh, few months are going to be like business-wise for us, teams um, some capacity to uh, um, to look at some. Uh, so if you're not on Office 365 yet, this might be a great time to uh, to take advantage and you know to do um, to move your email um, if you're capable of of doing the. Uh, 
the mail migration yourself, which um, Microsoft believes most companies are, um, you could you know you could move um, get off a an aging exchange box and get on Office 365 and not pay any licensing for your company for the next six months. Um, that's a you know that might be worth worth checking out. That's that's a good point. And so what happens if you're let's say you're if you're on the low skew of Office 365 right now and you're one of our customers and they're like hmm I want is that got to create a new SKU or do you add on to it or what what happens in that Jeff? Well, um, so any service-based um, account and that um, there's only, I think, two SKUs in Office 365 that aren't service-based and that's if you're just paying for your Office desktop apps. Um, any other any other SKU is already going to include, so any of the services SKUs, small business premium, um, small business. So they already have um, it is what you're saying. Yep. Yep. They do, and and I showed yesterday when I analyzed our um, Office three six five customer base to see utilization. Um, we we were at it like thirty three percent of our uh, of our customers are using that have Teams um, available to them are using Teams. So um, I expect that number to go up. Um, you know, the next time I check, and in, in you know thirty days or so. But uh, so so. That might be, uh, you know, this this podcast might serve as a reminder um, for people to to check into Teams because if you're on Office 365 um, and your email is on Office 365, you have Teams available to you. So it's almost like your iPhone or your smartphone, right? <laughs> you get all these you get all these apps, you get all these <laughs> capability, and maybe I should use that. Well, I didn't know it did yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't well, know we had that. Well, yeah, and and it's you know we hear that all the time with. You know, with with our products that we sell, like I didn't know that capability on it. So, well, right. Jeff, that's good good information. We know a lot of our uh, customers and listeners out there are, you know, adapting to you know to what's going on, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, this was helpful for you to bring some uh, um, some you know to look at a, a possible tool to help you kind of work remote and be pr- uh, productive. We know there's a lot going on, and Jeff, anything else you want to add um, or resources um, I, for them to go look at? Yeah, well, um, of you know, it's it's uh, of course there are tons of uh, of resources out on the uh, that Microsoft has put um, put out there. Um, a lot of uh, you know the the Microsoft Teams um, user voice community and their the technical um, community, driving adoption community. Um, searching on any of those terms. Um, Will get you to the to the right place. Um, the Microsoft Teams blog is is great um, source of, of information. And some of the things that I guess I'm I'm just looking forward to. You know, uh, w- we always talk about the advantage of investing in the Microsoft stack and what that um, means to people. That you know, you're working um, with a company that at times is um, is so big, and uh, you know, you sort of feel like like um, you lose your voice. Of course, that's uh, you know why Anovia is here to to um, be your voice with Microsoft, and we've got great relationships there. But but the bonus of having a company that big is that they've got all this research and development money, and they're always looking to improve the product. So just like they're always adding new um, 
functionality to their ERP stuff. Um, it's the same with Office and with Teams. So um, the the one feature that I'm looking forward to, and I think that we will benefit from, um, is that um, they're they're actually going to use Azure artificial intelligence to analyze um, recordings on the fly and take out background noise. They're going to uh, um, they're going to um, have a program that just on the fly determines what is uh, background noise and what isn't and gets rid of that for you. So I know that uh, that Tim, our uh, audio engineer and producer on this podcast, is happy because uh, um, because and one of I guess for me personally, um, they're referring to this as the um, potato chip filter. So um, so they actually did a, uh, um, a Microsoft uh, engineer did a presentation showing how this functionality works. Now it's not rolled out to uh, to all Teams clients yet, but uh, but they actually was were reaching in and uh, like, oh, I'm I shouldn't be doing that on my. I'm reaching into a bag of uh, potato chips and, and eating <laughs> while he was speaking, and it actually filtered out. It's pretty amazing. You could uh, you can search that term as well. Uh, look at uh, Microsoft Teams um, uh, potato chip. Um, I think they might be referring to it as a snack filter, but but that's sort of stuff that uh, that you know ultimately no one's going to pay um, extra money for having that functionality, but just having you know your phone calls be crisp and clean, and and especially in this world of of um, remote work that we're a lot of us find ourselves in, um, having you know working from home, having a, a not a, a you know, a private office anymore with a door on it that keeps all that noise out. Those sort of things, I think, matter. And uh, um, so, so some of the new improvements that uh, that teams are coming out with uh, is something else I'm excited about. And I would encourage people to just keep their eye on as you're considering the solution. Very cool because you know, during this podcast, I couldn't hit the mute button quick enough. But my neighbor was is mowing his yard, <laughs> and my 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 eight month old. Uh, child puppy coda wanted to go outside twice and i'm like can you wait till the podcast is over that's right. that's, <laughs> they don't yeah. care you know, that is something that uh, i actually um i think is uh you know as i as i'm watching um some of the the news um local news and national news and some of the uh um the you know the Different shows on uh, on on network television and seeing the hosts that are hosting um, from their homes, um, it, it's sort of nice getting a peek into uh, into what they're doing, and, and it's interesting to uh, um, just to see how you know people's um, home work um, environments, like you know what they've got to work with compared to uh, you know I feel spoiled being a remote worker for the last eight years. I've got a really nice setup. Um, but it's, it's sort of, uh, you know, it'll be interesting when all of this is over, how many return to the office and, and how many, uh, prefer working from home. And so I know that it's oh, not yeah. for everyone, but I think some people actually get more done, you know, and maybe we can do a podcast on tips. Cause I remember when I first started, we had, uh, uh, uh an add on, I won't say the name overseas and, um, it was a different time zone. It was, it was early morning, and when he turned his camera on accidentally, we got to see. <laughs> he didn't even have his pajamas on, if I recall. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know that actually, like that brings up a good point. Like, what what do you think about you and I um, recording this and and uh, and and putting our cam like? Because I know that like certainly for the um, podcast platform, that's not going to matter. But but it might be worth. Uh, 
taking a uh, doing our next one, uh, turning our cameras on and uh, showing our beautiful faces. What do you think yeah, about that? I actually did shower and shave before this podcast, just in case, <laughs> in case we right. had questions during it, or we, sh- or we share our audio for our listeners, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but right. I, I, that'd be a great idea. Yeah, and certainly I think um, on YouTube, um, you know, we we'd be sharing the same. Uh, we'll have to talk to uh, to Tim and see what his thoughts are on on editing um, and how uh, um, how much more work that would be for him. But certainly, we're posting this on YouTube, that audio only. It would um, it would certainly make sense to have it as a as an option. So we could, uh, although it might we might lose a few viewers if they see our faces, but you know, it's worth the risk. There you go. Maybe we can bring our dogs to it, bring it up a little bit. But uh, I, yeah. I think uh, I appreciate all your time and uh, going over uh, all the wonderful things that uh, Microsoft Team has to offer. And to all our listeners, you can obviously follow us on uh, all the different platforms for the podcast. Uh, you can even go to our website. Uh, if you click on resources, uh, you can actually even scroll down on, and there's a, a podcast section. And we always have the most current one ready available, but the whole library is available. So if uh, you'd like to go back and it's anovia.com, we have a lot of information uh, on there. And uh, as of right now, Jeff, our customer conference is, uh, we're, you know, it's still a go. We'll, we'll be updating our uh, customers as we get closer to the middle of May on uh, how this is pr- progressing. But you can also follow us on Twitter uh, and even on Facebook. All right, the podcast is over. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks, everyone.